This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. ...to plan your next fishing trip. This week, uh, our Bayou Wild TV crew had a unique mission, a belated Easter egg hunt, but we did it in the marshes over in Delacroix Island. Uh, part of what you see is uh, going to be on Bayou Wild TV Season 5. It begins in August and a little bit later on today. Chris Lecoq, the producer of Bayou Wild TV, is going to join us, and we'll preview the uh, the segments and the episodes that will be coming up in August as we kick off season number five of Bayou Wild TV. You know, last week we started putting out requests for a theme song for Captain Mike Gallo. Poor guy, he needs some help making a selection for a theme song to his fishing report. And we asked you to send in what you think is a good fit. Uh, we kind of called him our forensic fisherman, and we, we got some good ones in last week, but we haven't quite made a choice. We would ask you, if you have a, a selection that you think is appropriate for Captain Mike Gallo, a fishing song, theme song, text it to us along with your message, and we'll share it with our audience. And also, uh, it'll probably be one of the ones we'll select for Captain Mike. That The text number is 504-260-1870. That's 504 504- Two six zero one eight seventy. If you uh, haven't joined the show for a while, you might not find that as a new text line number. Also going to update the CCA Star Leaderboard. Uh, that has been done through this past Wednesday. We'll point out some opportunities you have to make that board. Uh, first thing you need to do is make sure you sign up. you got to sign up before you catch a fish that's a potential winner. You can do it easily at most of the marinas you launch at along South Louisiana's coast or ccastar.com. In another story, we'll tell you why six Louisiana boaters, well, they didn't have such a happy 4th of July weekend. They are this week's bad boys of the outdoors. That story coming up. And talking about bad boys, one of our bad boy alumni, Kenan Constantine, uh, for over two years we've been following his case of the alleged whooping crane killing. We told you last week he's expected now. He's changed his plea and plans to plead guilty in Lafayette. Well, there's been another change to his court date. We'll tell you more about that and also the cases it develops. 2020, got to go down in history as the year of canceled and postponed events. And while fishing and, and hunting remains as popular as ever, if not more right now, uh, some of the events associated with it have been postponed or canceled. We'll give you some of those late updates. Also going to have uh, your coastal marine forecast from the National Weather Service. I'll get to that right now. If you're heading out today or tomorrow, exactly the same forecast. Offshore, west winds 10 to 15, 1 to 2 foot seas. And on the inside, west winds at 5 to 10, smooth conditions. And 
Uh, we've probably had as much west wind uh, this early part of summer as I can remember. And uh, just thinking back uh, to the years when we've had that, I haven't referred to as an El Nino year. But when we get those prevailing westerly winds, it does have a tendency to keep those tropical storms and depressions off to the east. And all we can do is hope that that <laughs> remains true. Average tide range, not the greatest, about a .6 tide range. Uh, we've got the Mississippi River now is at 8.2. and for some reason, has a little bit of a rise in it. But hopefully it will continue to drop, and some of that saltwater fishing down along the lower coast will improve. We'll be talking to Ryan Lambert. He keeps a close eye on it down in Plaquemines Parish and give us the latest on that. We've also got fishing reports coming up from uh, Kirk Stansel out there in Hackberry, uh, Grand Isle, Daryl Carpenter, of course, Mike Gallo, and uh, we hope we'll hear from Brendan Bayard this morning. Get your kayak paddling report and a whole lot more coming up. And uh, we'll be back with Robbie Campos' first report. He's at Campos Marina in Shell Beach. Don't forget to get your text in. I see them loading up now at 504-260-1870. We're back right after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And if you happen to be on your way down to St. Bernard Parish, a little fishing this morning, we got Robbie Campo at Campos Marina to give you a report on what's been going on this weekend. Robbie, good morning. What's going on in the Shell Beach area this week? Well, you know, Don, the beginning of the week started out okay. Um, you know, we had a light west wind. wasn't too bad. But when yesterday rolled around, man, I'm not just I'm just not going to sugarcoat it. It was it was terrible. Uh, you know, there wasn't a whole bunch of fish caught yesterday. It was you know, the wind was blowing probably 10 to 15 out of the, it was the west, and then it went west northwest. And the uh, water was really low. Um, it was just terrible conditions yesterday, you know, for fishing. Um, nevertheless, it was hot. Uh, if you're going fishing today, make sure you got plenty of fluids with you. That drink, drink plenty of water. I mean, it was just this is the dog days of summer, man. It's it was <laughs> it's been hot. So uh, uh, I can tell you around here, Don, we feel like we're gonna melt, man. This asphalt, this heat coming off this asphalt, this west wind, boy, I tell you, it is tough. But uh, nevertheless. Um, you know, early, like I said, early in the week was good. Um, but, you know, like I said, I, I just can't sugarcoat it. Don, I can't tell you they're catching fish and they're not catching fish. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm always brought up straight from the hip, and that's the way it is. Uh, I think this morning, if you're going to go fishing, I would try to peck around the Long Rocks or somewhere up in the Mr. Go on the other side of the other side of the wall um, or, or the dam, um, trying to find clean water. Uh, the problem was the water was dirty. It was low. Um, it's just it just wasn't ideal conditions for for fishing yesterday. Um, and I think today's going to be the same way. If you're going fishing today and you're thinking that you're going to go to the Long Rocks, please do not go down the Spall Canal. You're going to want they're going to have 50 boats stuck down there. Christian Orfanello at Cito is going to be very busy today. Um, just getting people off that mud flat at the end of the Spalls Canal. If you're going that way, I promise you somebody's getting stuck. It's it's just dead low right now. Um, it's probably three and a half feet out. And I tell you, Don, I don't think we have a whole lot of tide moving. We're on the back end of this um, back end of this moon, and it's just uh, it's just <laughs> it's just not ideal. But for fishing, but if you if you really if this is your day to go. I'm uh, telling you, you know, look, 
come on down and see us. Hook the left at the bridge and come on down and see us. And we, you know, go out, you know, go out fishing. Go stay in the deeper channels today. The water is extremely low. Um, I, I don't recommend trying to go peck around in your favorite duck ponds to, this morning. I, I don't think that's a good idea. So you're gonna have to fish the deeper channels today. Um, and you know, I would think the Long Rock should be a safe place to go today, where you could still pick up a mixed bag. You might catch some white trout. You might catch some sheepheads along the rocks. Pick up that redfish. Um, it was just, it was just a really, you know, a, a really tough. The last two days, Don, has been really tough and off of fishing. But, hey, I can't control the weather. Neither can anybody else. We just got to give what Mother Nature gives us. So with that said, you know, um, it, it, you know, like I said, if this is your day to go, make the left and come see us. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care of you, get you in the water. You, avoid, you know, have to avoid the long lines and everywhere else. Just come on down and see us, and we're going to get you out there. You know, Robbie, we complain about rain a lot, but, you know, if we don't get rain this time of year, you go three, four days without rain, it just doesn't get a chance to cool off. I mean, it stays in the high or mid-80s, even all the way in overnight. So it just doesn't give you that break, and, boy, it can be brutal out there. And I think it's more important than ever. You know, last week we talked about fishing deep. If you're going to go out there, you got to find some deep water because those fish are feeling it too. When that water heats up, they got to get down and get into that comfort level. Well, you know, Don, um, and that's another thing I want to mention to you. If, if uh, the people that I that I've talked to about this in the past week and talked to over the radio and and heard heard me talk about slide corks and um, and and fishing deeper, the people that have tried this, and um, I've had several people come to me and say, "Man, you know, you really can't Google this stuff. It's on Google." And I say, "Yeah, it's on Google. <laughs> I mean, anything's on. Everything's on Google. You could Google anything." But I'm telling you. People that's been doing this has, you know, their their catch has increased, and you know, and I had a, I had two or three guys come up this week and say, man, thank you very much for putting that little piece of info out there because, you know, had not I said that they would still be fishing, you know, a three foot pattern, and they did catch nicer fish. Now that was early in the week. The latter part of the week, I mean, you know, with this west wind blowing down, it's just been it's been brutal. You know, I, I mean, it's, you know, it it's just tough fishing like this, and. uh you know, until something changes, I think we're going to be, you know, and like, again, we don't have much tide movement now. You know, we we got what, maybe, I don't even know what the tide is today, maybe five or six tenths today. I, I don't even yeah. know. It's just, it's it's not much, you know. So, you know, find some moving. My my suggestion would be to go to the Long Rocks. Usually around the edge of the Gulf, you're going to find some, you know, in the sound there, you're going to find some moving water, whether it's wind-driven or current. You're going to find some moving water, um, maybe by Point Elwha, you know, by the trash pile rig. You know, go somewhere and where they go, you know they're going to have a little bit of tide anyway. And get that bait closer to the bottom that you can get it. Use your depth finder. Look at it and see what it is. If it's six feet, fish that fish that uh, lure five and a half. You know, that shrimp, live shrimp or whatever, five and a half. Um, and, it, and that seems to be working Way better than just you know the the springtime pattern of just fishing at three feet with a you know with a cork and a leader. So um, uh, you know like a kid, and again, I just got to remind people that if you do have a star tournament fish, we are an official weighing station for them. You could bring it to us and we'll weigh it in for you. Um, uh, there was I heard Rad Trasher say there was a redfish caught 
the other side of the river uh, this earlier this week. No star tournament ticket. If you need a star tournament happens ticket, every year. We have those too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we have those too. Every so, year. Uh, yep, yep. We. <laughs> I mean, it, look, I wouldn't leave the wall without a star tournament ticket. There ain't no way, no way, I would leave the dock without one because <laughs> you never know what's going to bite that hook. You just never know. Well, and look, it's a free no. boat. It's a free, you know, it's something. You know, I mean, well, it, it's just a good, it's a good deal. I would have one. I guarantee you, I would. So. uh but anyway, look, they're coming down, and you coming. We got we got some bait on hand. We, I'll, I'll keep you updated, Don, on a bait situation this morning, uh, like I've been doing for the last uh, month or so, month and a half or whatever. I'll keep you updated. I'll text you and let you know how we're doing with this. And um, uh, hook the left and come see us. All right. Sounds good, Robbie. Thanks for the report. As, uh, right, as dire as it sounds, look, you got to remember, fishing's for fun. If you don't catch a whole full, full box, it doesn't make any difference. Just get out there and have a good time. Enjoy yourself. Absolutely. Thanks. It's COVID-19 it's COVID free out here. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right. Thanks, Rob. Next Saturday. Talk next to week. you later, Don. Bye-bye. You, you got it. Robbie Campo, Campos Marina in Shell Beach. Coming up next, we're going to try to catch up with Captain Kirk. Let's take a trip out there west, out to Hackberry, Rod, and Gun. Find out what's happening on the opposite end of the state from where Robbie just talked to us. It's all right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And that music uh, tells us it's time to talk to Captain Kirk, and we head out west to Hackberry Rod and Gun and get an update on what's happening on this hot, hot weekend ahead. Captain Kirk, how's, how's it been this week over in the Hackberry, Calcasieu area? We've, we've had a pretty decent uh, trout bite this week over here, Don. No, not many redfish, but uh, the trout are doing pretty good. We had, you know, early in the week, we caught them on uh, – fishing birds up on the north end of the lake and here toward the end of the week because the what happened the tides are real really strong incoming tides in the morning and had the water stirred up uh you know along the ship channel area and uh, so it, it was muddy for the strong incoming tide and the fish seemed to be up on the north end but here uh the last couple days those tides got the fish were down on the south end We've been a lot better, and we're starting to catch more fishing with five finger mullet, which uh, the fish are a little larger when you do that. Kirk, uh, y'all been getting that west wind, and it's uh, forecast again today. How do you fish that area on a yeah. west wind? Doesn't look like it's going to be very strong, you know, maybe five to ten, but still right. out of that direction. Yeah, but, you know, that's <laughs> that's not one of my favorite winds, that's for sure. You know, it uh, has a tendency to slow the trout bite down. But, uh, you know, you know, fish it the same way. It just, uh, you know, just, you know, it's a slow bite. Man, you just got to find the prettier water. You know, you, you, you know, of course, the east wind, fish the east side of the lake with this west wind, you try to fish more on the west side. But today, it's going to be a uh, Anything else you need to tell us about what's going on over there? As far as how's those flounders? You're still picking up a few. I, I was just about to mention that they they've <laughs> slowed way down for what we were worried on. 
really expanded traffic right here. I mean, there's still some hot spots you know, here and there, and it's mainly back in the marshes or going into the marshes and some of the cuts. And uh, yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been trying to be good to us this year. Very good. Well, Kirk, uh, we're going to let you get going on the road. If somebody wants to find out more information about the area or booking a trip with you guys and about the lodging that you have there at Hackberry Rod and Gun, give them the uh, website and telephone number. Sure. It's uh, hackberryrodandgun.com. It's fine. And it, uh, the number's toll free. It's 888-762-3391. Sounds good, Captain Kirk. We'll talk to you next time, my friend. Good luck out there. See you then. Captain Kirk Stansel uh, down there with the Stansel boys uh, running uh, Hackberry Rod and Gun, one of our favorite places to visit. All right, we come back after this. Going to get to some of your text messages. Got a couple of uh, recommendations for Mike Gallo theme songs. Poor guy's looking for one. And you can text that to us at 504-260-1870. We're back right after this three-minute pause where you're listening to the Outdoors with Tom Dubuque Radio Network. All right, we'll have more fishing reports coming up a little bit later on. Right now, I want to get to your text messages. Uh, thanks to Justin. He is in the Gentilly Wildlife Area. He keeps an eye on what goes on there for us. He says uh, the, the bugs have been really active there, and he had an audacious wasp built a nest in his doorway. Uh, he used the old broom method to relocate it. Understand, Justin. Uh, we got Rance checking in. He said Mike Gallo's theme song should be Three Dog Nights by Liar. All right, now let's, we'll put that one down. And we also have Toby checking in with us. He and Gary are in Carnarvon. Where else would they be on a day where they have a Carnarvon bass tour? Hoping to win some cash over there. Good luck to you, Gary and Toby. And let's see, we have a question. Good morning, Mr. Dot. What is the status of the size limit on speckle trout, 13-inch, 14-inch, and the limit? You know, then a week go by where people don't ask that question, and after our station ID, I'll, I'll get to that and tell you what the very latest is. There hadn't been much change since uh, the last couple of months, but I'll tell you what's ahead. Uh, we have uh, someone headed to Point of Shen with the two sons and the nephew looking for specks and crab on Island Road. Crabs have been running really good this year. Most places I've talked to had a really good uh, blue crab season going. All right, we have a question about Myrtle Grove. How's the fishing there? We'll get to Captain Ryan Lambert and get him to answer that for you. And also we'll talk about the best bait and setup to catch mangrove snapper. All that's coming up, but first we pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify themselves on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, with regard to the speckled trout limit, size limit, bag limit in Louisiana, here's where we stand. Wildlife and Fisheries has determined that it has been overfished Population needs to be restored. In order to do that, they've came up with really five different scenarios. And one of these, I'm sure, will be the choice that the commission votes in. Probably going to be sometime later this year. They had a commission meeting this week that wasn't discussed on the agenda. But uh, they're still getting public input, gathering more data, and they'll present the commissioners with what I think are these choices. And here's number one, where we would change only the size of the fish. If we go to a 14-inch minimum size, you'll still be allowed 25 speckled trout per person per day. If we go to the limit change only and keep it at 12 inches minimum, which it is now, we would drop down to 10 fish per person. Uh, Choice number three, and there are three different options on changing both the size and the bag limit. If we change the size minimum to 13 inches, and 12 fish will be the daily limit then. So that's a 13-inch minimum 
with a 12-fish bag limit. You could also keep a 12-fish bag limit if you go to 13 inches, but you allow one fish over 20 inches, that would be your trophy fish, to be kept. That's what's called a slot. We've been doing that with redfish and drum for years. And then finally, the last option would be to change uh, to a 13 and a half inch minimum. And that might get a little hairy on, on accurate measurements, that half inch. But 15 fish would be allowed then. So you got 15 fish at 13 and a half. Uh, you have 14 inch fish. You keep it at 25. If you go down to uh, 12, you keep the 12 inch, you'll go down to 10 fish on the limit. And then you have the other two options where a 13-inch minimum will go to 12 fish and then 13-inch minimum with the 1 over 20, which is the slot, that would also be a 12-fish bag limit. So one of those five scenarios, I feel pretty confident that that's where it's going to land. But I wouldn't expect any changes to be put into force until probably the very end of this year or the beginning of uh, 2021. All right, uh, some more text coming in. in your opinion, what's the best bait and setup to catch mangrove snapper? Well, I'm going to get Daryl Carpenter to talk more about that when we get him on in just a little bit. But I'll tell you what my experience has been with mangroves. Uh, if you can get them, live cockahoe minnows or croakers, there's just nothing better than that. They just cannot resist that. And the way I would rig them, it's very important. Mangrove snappers are pretty sharp. I mean, I've seen them come right up to your bait and just turn around turn the nose up at it and go if you got just a piece of dead shrimp or cut bait on there. Um, and also, they, they see the line. So a fluorocarbon leader, uh, I would go probably 20, 30 pounds and then put monofilament on a, a medium-weight spinning rod and reel. You don't need the really big, big stuff, but don't go out there with a real light tackle because what you need to do is pull that fish away from the rig. Uh, when you pull up on a rig, Sometimes you'll see them right there on top. Other times, if you throw some chum out, they'll start coming up, and you can see them, and then you cast into them. And and a lot of times, you can actually see the strike depending on the clarity of the water. And they are a powerful fish, pound per pound, and uh, they'll take you into that rig. It's the first thing they want to do, wrap that line against those barnacles on that leg, that rig leg, and and, and break you off or cut you off. So that's it. We'll talk to Darrell a little bit more about that, but as far as the bait end of it, Live croakers, live cockahoe uh, uh, they that's like candy to them. All right, here's one that says, could you explain private property for hunting land? We catch people on our lease, and they say they didn't see any signs. Yeah, been there, done that. All right, without getting into wetlands, when we're talking about deer hunting leases or inland areas, we had a change in Louisiana law not too many years ago. It used to be you had to have signs so many feet. Uh, at a certain height, it was kind of spelled out how you had to post your property. That no longer applies. If you're on property, you have to have written permission, hunting club card membership, or proof that you're the landowner or that you have permission to hunt on that land. Uh, If you don't, you're trespassing. Every piece of property is owned by someone. Now, some of it's owned by the public. But public areas are these days are very much limited to state wildlife management areas, federal wildlife refuges, uh, and they're going to be clearly marked and signed, and you can find those. But just going on a piece of property because you don't see a posted no hunting sign on there, can't do it. You've got to have proof of why you're there and you got permission. All right, let's see. we got some more texts coming in. Oh, here's our Alabama contact, David Hubble. Uh, he got to see... 
Chris Lecoq, who is on his way to Florida. We're going to be talking to Chris a little bit while. Now, David Hubble, I think they were making a, a jelly drop or something on the way there because uh, David's got some great uh, je- jellies out of Hubble's hearth. All right, uh, yeah, he says there's a couple of shady-looking characters on the Bayou Wild TV Facebook. Yeah, take a look at that. Uh, go to TV, Bayou, TV, Bayou Wild TV's Facebook page, and you can see our, our producer, Chris Lecoq. You don't get to see him often. You see Martha and I and some of our guests, our faces, but uh, Chris is usually on the other side of the camera. All right, here's one. Uh, since Mike Gallo, since Gallo is a famous winery, I think red wine should be his song. I remember that song. Yeah, it's kind of a goofy little song. Uh, here's another one. Uh, Helter Skelter? Hmm, I don't know. And then we've got Elliot. What are some catching at the causeway? Seabrook or Lake Pontre? <clears throat> Seabrook. Um, i got to let those folks know, a lot of you have been contacting me about getting the lights restored, getting it open there at the Frank Davis Fishing Pier, access to the boat launch. I have been in touch with the New Orleans Levy Board. They've responded. They're working on it, and they're supposed to get back to me because I know that's a great place for a lot of fishermen who either have very small boats or no boats to go out there and catch some nice speckled trout. did get a report from Seabrook recently uh, there was some redfish uh, which show up there occasionally, but there was a lot of redfish being caught there. All right, we got more uh, requests uh, or actually suggestions for Captain Gallo's fishing theme. I'll share those with you, and we'll be right back after this to get a fishing report and uh, some more information for you right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And getting back to our text messages coming in. <clears throat> Let's see, we've got, <clears throat> well, texter number 2217, get some help, <laughs> Please, I think you need it. Maybe you don't recognize it, but I think you do. All right, uh, let's see. we got some more requests for a Mike Gallo theme song. Captain Kangaroo's theme for Captain Gallo. He says, I remember Captain Kangaroo taught us a lot about growing up. Yeah, that he did. Um, yeah, I remember that little song. I don't think they had any words to it. It was just some music, but I don't know, Captain Kangaroo. How about maybe Mr. Rogers, A Wonderful Day in the Neighborhood? How about that one? All right, here's one that suggests The Old Man and Me by J.J. Kale. That's from our backstrap stacker listening to us over there on the Alabama coast. All right, if you've got one, uh, text it to us, 504-260-1870 is our text line. Here were some that we've gotten in. Amos Moses, uh, the theme from Dr. Morgus. Uh, Dr. John's Right Place, Wrong Time. That's kind of creative. Another one that's uh, She Blinded Me with Science. Uh, the theme from Happy Days TV show, Back to the Future, uh, Swinging from the Gallows by Led Zeppelin. And one I, I, I've been thinking about for a while is uh, Have Gun Will Travel, the theme from Paladin, but we would make it, we would modify it for Have Boat Will Travel. Anyway, we're going to talk to Mike in a little while and see if he wants to choose his theme song from the entries or maybe one of his own or let you, the audience, decide. I know maybe we'll have a, a contest. We'll put the the finalists out there will get the ones that have voted on most and uh, get three or four of them and let you vote on them and choose a, a theme song for Captain Mike. All right, taking a look at uh, the CCA stars. You heard Robbie talking about another redfish caught uh, by an unregistered uh, fisherman. Don't forget, you got to register before you fish to qualify for any of these categories, including those tagged redfish. All right, uh, opportunities. Um, well, we'll get to those in a second, but some of the more outstanding catches. The Speckled Trout East, Tony D's, still hanging in there with a 6.67. He weighed his fish in over at Wrigley's Marina. Uh, biggest trout so far of the tournament, Michael Fesco. 
And he caught it right over there, Calcasieu points where he weighed it in. We were just talking to Captain Kirk, 7.59, uh, a very respectable flounder, 4.46 caught by Tim Kyle. That was also from the, the Hackberry Fishing Camp. Uh, mangrove snapper, 11.20 by Clint Elliott. That's a very good-sized mangrove. That could be, you know, usually I think it's around 12, which normally takes that, but you never know. We finally got some fish on the board in the Dorado category. Justine Swarner weighed in a 17-pounder at Cypress Cove down in, in Venice. And let's see, the 27.31, that's the red snapper in the lead. Peter Schwartz caught that one, weighed it in at the Venice Marina. He just overtook Benny Burst, who had the lead on that. Uh, ladies only, Speckle Trout West had a new entry on that. This is a really nice fish, 6.67 pounds. Weighed in at the Hackberry Marina, Yvette Davis. Congratulations to her. But we still got till Labor Day to go on all of these different categories and these species. So you got plenty of time. And please don't forget to have your child uh, enter. All they have to do is catch either a speckled trout or a flounder of legal size and enter it in. And there are four divisions, no matter where you are, east, southeast, southwest, or west. And uh, of the entries, they do a drawing. And from that drawing, they award a little boat motor and trailer rig. I got to meet the, the young lady who actually won one of those last year at the CCA's awards banquet. And we'll give you the information on that. It's usually held in October at uh, in Baton Rouge. We'll give you the location, date, and time for that. It's a lot of fun. CCA star, biggest, richest, longest tournament in Louisiana. It's well underway. Get you some of those fish, but before you do it, get your star ticket. you got to sign up. All right, coming back after this, we're going to check in with Daryl Carpenter, find out the fishing report from the Grand Isle area. I know uh, Chris Lecoq, his name's been coming up a lot. He took the family down there and caught some nice fish and a bunch of crabs. Back with uh, Captain Daryl after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, let's uh, take a trip down to Grand Isle, talk to Captain Daryl Carpenter, get a fishing report there. Good morning, Daryl. How's it going? Morning. How you, how we doing this morning, Don? Doing pretty good. Uh, boy, we got some heat ahead of us today, as we've had for the past several days, and not a lot of rain in sight. So, boy, it's going to be a hot one out there. Yeah, Don, and it got hot yesterday. Uh, in fact, <laughs> I walked in the house yesterday and looked at my dog, and I'm like, yo, boy, girl, you're the lucky one. You've been in the AC all day. <laughs> but, I mean, the fishing's been okay, Don. It's been, uh, you know, we've been we, – We've had this breeze, this constant breeze, if you want to call it that, that has tried to keep it cool a little bit. Um, it's just, you know, today it's got a little more north in it. I think it's supposed to come back west later on this afternoon. Uh, it's definitely low tides for this time of the year with that constant west wind blowing. So, I mean, right now it's, you know, you, if, you, if you're looking for speckled trout, you're kind of limited a little bit to, to you know, deeper water oyster reefs and beach especially the beach with this wind having a little bit of a north component to it because uh, otherwise you don't have a whole lot of water anywhere. Um, we, we had a couple of boats even went red fishing yesterday. Found, uh, found extremely, I mean, gin clear water. Uh, water was low, saw redfish everywhere, but you've been on the boat before and seen this. I mean, we were seeing redfish everywhere, but you throw within five, ten feet of them and they'd run the other way. I think maybe the water was too clean and they were a little spooky. Yeah, they get like that. Sometimes they'll run to your bait, 20 feet, and other times they'll take off as soon as it hits near them. You know, this might not be a bad day to do some surf fishing where you can actually get in the water, but then you might come out a little bit parboiled because that water temperature is real hot too. Daryl, I had a, a listener who was probably going mangrove snapper fishing and wanted to know best setup, best bait, 
Uh, I've fished them with you. Spinning reel is usually the way to go. Uh, I really prefer the live pokies and live croakers if you can get them because that's like candy. Tell us a little more about the way you fish mangrove snapper. Well, a lot of it depends on the conditions that, you, that you're faced with when you get out there, the clarity of the water and so forth. With mangroves, you actually want, you want a little bit of current, but a lighter, you know, light current where it's not just destroying your bait. And depending on the water clarity, you're going to have to, you know, they're the smartest fish women out there. They're, they're, they'll aggravate you and they'll, they'll make you lose what religion you got. But, uh, <laughs> but if it, the, the, cleaner, the cleaner the water is, the more you got to scale down on your tackle. I mean, there's been days we lost a lot of fish. We used to buy those hooks 500 at a time. But there's been days when you had to scale down to 20-pound fluorocarbon because the water was clear. And when that water's clear, they get real, real spooky, and they're not going to touch it if they see the bait in the hook. Um, you know, it just it, it depends on the conditions. You can normal set up at somewhere around 40-pound fluorocarbon. Uh, but like I said, if they're real spooky, if they're real skittish, scale it down to 20. Chum, some days you get them to hit the chum. Some days you'll get them to hit the dead bait. But plenty of chum, and then if they're picky on that, start throwing that live croaker, that live pogey up in there, and just let it drift natural and get ready to run to the back of the boat because that's a powerful fish. You're not going to stop it. You know, um, most people pull up to a rig, look down there. If they see them, they, catch, they try to catch them. If they don't, they'll chum and try to bring them up. But I know it seems to me some of the biggest mangrove snappers that were caught were kind of caught away from the rig. They're not really hanging up real tight, and they're not up high where you can see them. A lot of times they're down a little bit deeper. Yeah, and a lot of it too, Don, it depends on, you know, if, if he's asking, if you've got a listener asking, I'm assuming he has it, probably hasn't done a lot of it before. But we've had trips where, you know, we, we traveled like on a busy weekend like this. We, we would travel 40, 50 miles to the west to get away from the crowds. And, you know, I, I've been deep dropping for grouper before on fairly shallow rigs and catching, you get over there and you're catching mangroves on 16. I think you may have been on one of those trips with us where, you know, we're dropping big chunks of bonita now down, hoping to see their grouper there. And you come up with a mangrove on a 16 odd hook with a 300 pound leader. It's because they haven't been harassed. They haven't been picked on and those fish on as shy. They haven't learned to be weary of a human yet. You know, so, I mean, it, it depends on where you are. If you're hitting those nearshore rigs this time of the year, they have been pounded away. Those fish are liable to be real spooky, real finicky, and hold tight to that rig. But like you said, sometimes it's that drift line outside the back of the boat that, that gets that, you know, that one fish or that, that, that one little group of fish that decides they're going to hang out away from the rig, and all of a sudden your drift line is the one that, that gets the most attention. Darrell, what's been the, the availability of live bait down at the marinas down there? Well, we're getting, I'm sitting here in line right now waiting on mine. We're, we're getting in that three-week period where the shrimp are getting a little bit small and they're getting a little bit hard to find some days, uh, especially like coming into this week where we're going to have we're gonna have less of a tide going on this week. So some of the shrimp, some days they're rationing them. You know, they're rationing $50 or 50, 50 shrimp a person kind of thing. But right now, you know, right now we still got a little bit of tide going. And I've got a bucket with 300 of them sitting in my hand, walking through the well, good luck to you, and uh, who, who you got fishing with you today? Oh, we got a couple of young guys that look like they're ready to try to put a hurting on some fish. And, you know, we kind of had a tough day yesterday, so I'm kind of mad at them today, too. So hopefully we're going <laughs> to find a bunch of them and put a hurting on them. All right, sounds good, Captain Darrell. We'll see you next week. By the way, before you go, I know you've been a busy guy this year, and uh, trips have you know, been booked pretty much, but if you got some openings for the latter part of the summer, we don't know if school's going to be in or out at this point, but uh, people want to get their summertime trips in and, and get a trip underneath their belt. Tell them how to get a hold of you. 
Don, I know it might be a little controversial, but the best thing we can have is no football and so forth this year. And trust me, we got we got plenty of open dates. But it's two two five nine three seven six two eight eight. And realscreamers.com, that's like the fishing reel. Realscreamers.com is the website, and also you can find him on my webpage. Darrell, I hope you get uh, get up there to the head of line and get what you need as far as bait, and we'll check in with you again next week. We're doing it out right now, Don. Everything's great. Thank you. All righty. There he goes. Captain Darrell Carpenter, one of our field reporters. All right. Uh, next hour, we're going to talk to Captain Mike Gallo. And, by the way, getting some more of those uh, requests or suggestions for his fishing theme song. Uh, Dusty Springfield's Wishing and a Hoping. <laughs> yeah, I, I get the connection there. Wishing and Hoping. That's a good choice, too. Uh, let's see. We're hearing from our friend the Lafayette Yacker. Too hot to fish, he said. That's another song, I think. And uh, he's having biscuits and boudin in the air conditioning. Lafayette Yacker, you got it made this Saturday morning. All right, when we come back, uh, continue to text us uh, your suggestions. You know, something that relates to Captain Mike Gallo. And we're going to talk with him. You've heard him on the show for years. You know a little bit about him, and you know what he does. So if you've got a song that you think is appropriate to introduce him as a theme song, uh, please text it to us, 504-260-1870. And also going to tell you about some bad boys. They didn't listen to the warnings, six of them. Also, we'll give you an update on the alleged killer of the two whooping cranes. His trial date has been moved. And we'll tell you when and where that's going to be. All that's coming up next right after the top of the hour break on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.